Hello and welcome to the official Scottish Rugby Podcast. This week we're talking to somebody who's got like, 22 caps for a country. She's involved in the biggest club game uh, the south of the border this weekend, the Allianz Premier 15's final. Ailey Sinclair, playing for Exeter Chiefs this weekend. It's a big weekend. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Um, we are obviously in the middle of our prep for the game, which is, is going really well at the minute. Another big training day today. And then, yeah, full steam ahead for Saturday. I've not pulled you off the training pitch for this, have you? You do have a break. Yeah, no, just, just. I got about <laughs> 10 minutes and then I'll hop back on. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. So it's a, it's a big weekend, obviously playing in the final. Um, 3.30 Saturday at Queen's Home. King's Home. The yeah, yeah. Home of, uh, Gloucester Lincoln <laughs> changed to Queen's Home. That, that's quite quirky, isn't it? That's good. Yeah, no, we, we did see that, um, seeing the social media yesterday. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting one, but looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to it. Of course, you played Gloucester. We'll touch on the final um, in a few moments. Going to look back to the semi-final because it, it was a pretty tense affair. 24-21 win against Saris uh, at home at Sandy Park. But um, no, there wasn't much in it, but you managed to, to cross for the <laughs> decisive try in the, the last minute or the second to last minute. Talk us through the emotions for that because it was a... It was a real nip and tuck game. It was it was edge of the seat stuff. But how did it feel to get that match win and try in the, in the final moment? Um, yeah, I think I'm still in a little bit of disbelief, to be honest. Um, like competitions between Saris and Chiefs, every single match we play against them, whether it's at Sandy Park, it's at Stonex, it's at a neutral ground, it's always a tense affair. Like. Both teams have such amazing competitors um, in the backs and the forwards, uh, coaches, their competitors as well. So it always brings that that added bit of spice to the game, um, which is really good. And then, yeah, to uh, to get the win right at the last second there. Um, I do remember we got a penalty and I remember looking up at the clock and thinking, OK, we've got two minutes to do this. You took a and quick then, tap. Yeah, no, I know. I, yeah, I don't know if that was maybe a bit too bold, but I mean, I mean it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> I think we just needed, like, we're a team with, like, incredible fitness throughout the park. So I think, obviously, they had some some cards throughout the game as well. And I think it was important to keep that momentum and keep them going backwards as well. Um, that's one thing about Saris. Like, they, they've got a solid defence. So you really you really got to keep on top of them when you are on top. So, um, yeah, looked up two minutes to go. Um and then yeah, the forwards took it over from there with their pick and go game. Um, and I remember just um, yeah, it felt like they were picking and going for ages, and like we were just like yelling at them as bats to like be patient, be patient, like just go through your process. And then, um, yeah, before you knew know it, after all their hard work, the space eventually opens up wide, and it was actually a, a forward, our captain Poppy Leach, that gave me that incredible pass. That I mean, when the well. pass is that. Yeah, when the pass is that good, like <laughs> if you don't finish that, you're in trouble. <laughs> you still finished it because he still you actually took it under a bit of pressure and cut inside. So it was, it was a really good finish. There's, there's a lot of maturity in what you're saying in terms of it's knockout rugby, it's a semi final, it's a final moment. You're applying pressure. You're against a team that we'll touch on in a wee minute that beat you in the final last year. You've mm -hmm. spoken about the rivalry to be so close to the line and then keep that level of composure. That's a sign of how well Exeter are playing and how well they're coached, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, a real telltale sign of that semi was actually our halftime top. Um, mm. We were obviously, we were 14 nil down at halftime mm. and it was so calm. Like the changing room was calm, the coaches were calm. We kind of just, you you can feel it. Like the team is just... did that come from the coach? Was that Susie Appleby? 
the coach yeah like I think obviously and... we've got we've got Susie we've got Steve and then I think they obviously drive our belief throughout the season but then there's obviously moments as players that like we're the ones out on that pitch so we've got to have that composure like we sh- like we showed in the last few minutes but like I just looked around the team and I looked in people's eyes and I was like we've got this like there was never that moment where we're like we're 14 nil down like what do we do how do we get back into it? it's like play our game like we know we're fast we're fit we're powerful and as long as we keep to kind of our structures and our game plan we're gonna do this and mm. it just felt so united in that moment and as soon as we got back out I think I think Kate scored within about 30 seconds mm. um from the first kickoff and as soon as we did that, I think everyone kind of went back to the halfway line. Everyone smiled at each other and was like, okay, now we go. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. That's so it's so refreshing. Well, I know that'll happen more than we assume, but I think a lot of people think when you're trailing, when you know, semi-final and a big game, there has to be panic, but there doesn't. I was looking at some of your stats and um, you've scored the most points, extra Chiefs in the regular season, over 900 points. You've conceded the fewest, just over 200. So the attack-minded team, but that points to quite a frantic Kind of thing, but it's not at all, is it? Like that, no. that, that calmness and composure, and that must give you loads of confidence this week as you're training today and tomorrow and we build up to Saturday. That must be a, a focus for performing on the, on the biggest stage this weekend in the final. Yeah, for sure. I think like we're been together now, obviously, the team's three years old, and a lot of the players are the original players that have been there from the start. and we we don't do anything massively fancy in terms of our attack we're just we're super well drilled everyone knows their roles and i think when everyone has the confidence in each other to do their own individual roles that's how we get that team performance and then um we've had a few different defense coaches for the three seasons um steve salvin's come in now and has just revolutionized our defense like our defense has always been good um but i don't think i've ever been more confident in a defensive system like what's it what's he done what's it is it a is it a technical thing is it a technical thing is it a, a belief thing what's what's the what's been that nugget that, that's made you feel so confident I think like it's a bit of everything I mean we have some incredible defenders in the team as well which obviously helps like if I look inside me and I've got like Hope Rogers who I know is absolutely gonna smash that person if I've got Kate Zachary inside me, even with an overlap, I know that I can mm-hmm. drift defence. I know that she's got me. She's going to talk to me the whole way. And we've got phenomenal young players like Marin Doidge, who's patrolling our backfield at 15. And mm-hmm. it's just like everyone's absolutely solid and so confident in their roles. I think I think that's the biggest thing is having confidence. Uh, Steve obviously instills a lot of belief. Um, every defensive coach has their different ways of coaching defense and different uh, tactics and technicalities that they go through and I think the good thing about how we do it at Chiefs is we just believe in it and I think that's something super important like if you get players to buy into what you want and how like he wants to control things then you're going to get a good result he does drive a hardship though I so, do He's, he's not soft on us, so I think that that probably helps us as well. Though we need to be you've kept a, to high standards. So quite right, quite right. You, you've picked it a couple of teammates, but if I was interviewing them, they would say the same about you. Especially looking back at that semi-final, it's a big part of the game of defensive side, to, isn't it? In terms of yep. not only that tackle completion, but you know, I, I, listen, we'll talk to us in a wee while about 
playing in the back row as players in the back three, um, which is quite unique in some circumstances. But that's still <laughs> set. <laughs> that jackal's a big part of your game as well, isn't yeah. it? That, that, yeah, that, tackle, no. that competition for the chat, and you came up with one or two really important ones when you were trailing in that semi-final. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think like for me, my ability in defence and my ability to uh turn over the ball is like what sets me apart from other wingers. Like, I'm definitely not the fastest player in the league. Um, but as long as you know how to defend someone who's faster than you, then <laughs> you're not doing too much wrong. Um. But yeah, I do. I do think that's a part of my game that I'm really proud of. Um, and I think I, I think I've probably developed it during sevens, to be honest. When you were allowed to tackle, and then just there was no getting around the right no side, gate. you could, could just, just get, get up and jackal. Yeah. Um, so I probably I probably owe that skill set a lot to my time in the sevens program. Um, and also, yeah, it's now, just, it, it might be a wee bit of a tendency, but. You did a lot of taekwondo and martial arts growing up as well, yeah. didn't you? Now yeah, that yeah, position you get in over the ball and that body awareness and that strength and that that confidence that position would would that have played a helping hand as well? Yes, yeah, so I I probably did about every sport under the sun when I was young. <laughs> um, I was a gymnast for a really long time. Well, that will help as well. Yeah, that's obviously like your complete body control, your body strength. Um, which probably I mean that's probably the sport that rounded me off as like a general athlete I would say um and then I did a lot of sports like um field hockey where you're obviously in that low position like mm -hmm. I was a defender so you're obviously in that low position pretty no much the, the whole game <laughs> um so um yeah so many different sports have contributed to what I do now no it's certainly it's working well well um just before we pop on to you, can you a wee bit more about you and your rugby journey and, and obviously the, the recent international stuff you mentioned, the seven stuff, we'll talk about the TikTok Women's Six Nations as well and what lies ahead this year with the WXV. But the final, you play Gloucester on Saturday. The the regular season finished Gloucester, Hartbury top, uh, Exeter yep. Chiefs second, only one point between you and the table. You faced each other already this season. Is there a lot of familiarity? There's certainly a lot of balance there. So it is, it is a, you know, a proper nail biter on on paper. Would, yeah, would you agree? I, yeah, I think it's quite exciting. Like obviously, um, I would say we probably have quite similar strengths. The two teams, um, they have a big mobile pack, um, lots of threats in there, but so do we. And um, in terms of like the backs, we've got some terrific ball players. Um, Liv's been absolutely phenomenal from the boot. Um, and we've got some some speed out wide hopefully <laughs> as do they so yeah. it's it's a really interesting when you look at like individual matchups it's not much so close it. and it, yeah. yeah it's it's going to be a really exciting game hopefully comes down to those decision making moments yeah. you spoke about before and that calmness under pressure and another thing that um can give you experience is yeah unfortunately you, you played in the final last year you lost out you mentioned it to size narrowly is that a, a focus this week having Use that experience as motivation. Use that experience as you know, learning as to what went right, what went wrong, or is it all about looking ahead rather than looking back too far? Um, I think the time for looking back is probably finished. Um, yeah. like we went through, we obviously had that adversity last year, and it was our first final. Um, I don't think anyone expected anything of us last year. I think we finished 
fifth or sixth in the first year that we were um, part of the league. And then so like to jump up to the final was something that um, is obviously a proud moment for the club. And unfortunately, like on the day, um, actually very similar probably to what happened in the semi. Sari's got in front, but we we couldn't stop it. Um, stop it last time round. Um, so we we've learned we've learned from our losses this season. Um, which like it's a bit cliche, but it probably is important to lose once in a while because you do need to learn how to bounce back not only in training but how do you bounce back for the game the following week. Um, so I think from now on, like, yes, we've been in a final. Um, it's Gloucester's first final, but for me and I think for the rest of the team, it's it's a level playing field. Like, we've got to go out and beat each other. And, uh, yeah, the best team's going to win it on the day. Sounds good. Exciting stuff. And there'll be a lot of preparation this week. We'll touch on it again just before we finish, but more about you. I know this is awkward, uh, but... <laughs> Everybody hates talking to yourself. But in terms of inspiring the next generation of players, and you've already mentioned your your sporting involvement as a as a as a young person with gymnastics and hockey and taekwondo. But your, your rugby journey, where did it start? Was it was it at Kirkcaldy, or was it? No, so I I started in school. Right. Um, so we had this um rugby mad PE teacher who decided to start up a team and for ages and ages he was like oh like come on the team like it'll be good and I was like like I've, I'm doing so much already like I don't know if it's for me and then we're like oh but we're, we're gonna do a tour to Dubai and I was like <laughs> I was like okay maybe <laughs> um, yeah so <laughs> no nah, I started I think I started a year before we ended up going on tour but um yes yeah, so I started up with the school um where, where, where and I, did you go to school really uh Octorador. that was an Octorador. yeah yeah so I think there's still a few players coming yeah. up through yeah. Octorador, which is really exciting to see because it is just a small town yeah um and yes yeah, so did that for two two and a half years at school um maybe three and then when I got to uni like didn't do it at all because it wasn't it wasn't something that I ever thought that I wanted to pursue mm. um and I was like quite high up in other sports so I was kind of like concentrating on them mm. and then it was actually um when the Commonwealth Games were in Glasgow um I ended up uh, going to a couple of sports and then obviously watching the sevens on TV which it was only the males at the time yeah but that's actually what inspired me um, to be like, okay, like maybe maybe I want to get back into it. Looks like a bit of fun. Um, so I ended up emailing Scottish Rugby for Good. to check if there was like under twenties trials because I did see like that there was ones from previous years. So yeah. um, I emailed, being like, oh, like just wondering if there's any trials happening this autumn. Like no worries, it's not. And then I got an email back being like, nah, there's nothing happening. And I was like, okay, like I tried. That was kind of like my attempt and then I ended up getting a call during the summer from um the Scotland women head coach at the time so this was obviously years and years ago and mm -hmm. would probably not happen anymore but um she was like oh we're doing we're doing a Scotland camp Scotland women camp up near you um you can come if you want if it works it works if it's a disaster then yeah. it's a disaster um so I went along for a couple of days and they told me to to find a club and that was it so Excellent. I ended up joining Murrayfield Wonders. Who was the coach at that point? 
it was Jules. Um, oh, Jules. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah well, um, so that kind of kickstarted my Scotland career and my senior rugby as well. Excellent. And did you, it was sevens you wanted to get in and you got, you obviously got into sevens and played a lot of sevens first. So was it what you thought it would be when you were watching it on TV? Because sevens is hard, isn't it? It's a hard I game to play. I love sevens. You love it? Yeah. Absolutely love it. I mean, the it's just so different. But I guess like I, yeah, I enjoy the high, the high pressure of only having 14 minutes to win a game, mm-hmm. the swings and roundabouts that you get. Um I mean, you got to be fit though. There's yeah. you're dying most of the time that you're you're on the field, but I I do love it. It does have my heart. <laughs> I know it's so hard, isn't it? Like you do. I love it as well, but well, love it, loved it when I played. But I hated the first tie of any tournament. Yeah, and going into the first because you know you're going to be in such a horrible state of kind of anaerobic fatigue. But when you fight through it, it's okay. It's that second win thing, isn't it? It's horrible. No, exactly. And then you have to go again, and then again, and then ah, you get rest. <laughs> good. So when when did you then graduate the fifteens? So no, I d- I played fifteens first. Yeah. Um. So I got my first cap um in autumn of twenty fourteen against Italy. So we went yeah. away to Italy for an autumn test and it was like quite a big squad that we took. So there was like loads of new caps at the time, which was quite nice. And then I played my first Six Nations that year. And then I did the sevens that summer. All right. So, so all it all happened very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was and just you, young. So it was a bit crazy. And you'll have seen a big change in the the program now, the performance now. Um obviously we're involved in the uh TikTok Six Nations just passed the yep. opening two games. Missed the French game, but played uh, involvement in the other four. But um, great development for the players, especially those last two wins at the end. But probably a little bit of frustration personally in terms of wanting more game time, covering different positions. Um, yeah, I think like naturally, of course, like whenever you've like felt like you've had a good season and you've been gearing up like that was my first six nations in five years so I'd actually mm-hmm. missed five years of the program so I think you always have this image in your head of like okay like I've come over all these injuries I'm playing I've had two really good seasons for my club I'm ready and that's what I felt I, I was like okay I'm ready to do this and then we had we had some injuries in the squad unfortunately um before the six nations kicked off which meant we were um lacking in some of the positions um so I did get asked to move the to back row. Call. Yeah. Had you played um, it before? You had played it. I have, yeah. yeah. So I, I played it over in Australia. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's, it's a very, I'd say the 15s game is really, or it was when I played, it felt really different. It felt more like a sevens game to me. Like it was, it was faster. In Australia? Um, yeah. yeah. It was super fast. It was super hot. Um, the, the forwards were really big, but they were super mm-hmm. mobile. Um, and yeah, so that the style in playing back row there really suited me because I, I mm-hmm. could get on the ball um mm-hmm. loads. I could turn over because the players were bigger than me. So it took a while for them to like get down to my level, which was nice. <laughs> um so I had it I had it easier. Um and then so I signed for Chiefs as a back row originally as oh, well. Yeah. So I've had a few games um yeah. on the um, at seven for Chiefs as well. And then um, it was actually Steve, our defence coach, was like, um, 
like you're a good back row but I really do think you could be a great winger and I was like oh well I did actually play it before because no one really knows your history when you kind of like move different places um so uh yeah took the plunge and moved for club uh back to the wing and then missed loads of games because like people were there already and I'm just getting yeah Mm. I'm getting back into the swing of things and then I once I got my opportunity like you just gotta Mm. grab it and go and uh yeah it's went well it's good but it's and then joking aside it is good to have that flexibility and that ability to play different especially with the way the game's going we've spoken about this on a lot of podcasts with benches maybe potentially going to five two splits between forwards and backs and having that interchangeability so it's, it is uh it is really important um yeah. to do that but you know i think you probably see yourself more as a back three player as a winger um yeah so be 100%. loads of opportunity loads of opportunity to, to, to get involved uh you know after this weekend over the summers a build up to wxv which is october november time isn't it the next yeah round of Canadian international fixtures so yeah loads to look forward to what about away from rugby what is there is there time away from rugby do you get uh interest are you, are you studying so i'm working and yeah. so i do a lot of coaching actually so i actually now work within rugby um i work um for chiefs as they're like uh i think my title's player development manager something like that um so i'm basically uh looking after like all the pathways that lead to um senior pro rugby which is really cool so i've been with extra college for three years now helping with their program coaching um and i'm now head coaching the center of excellence um which is basically like our under 18s chiefs um which is super cool so i got qualifications coming up i don't have much time this summer got qualifications coming up and um lots of things to do there but also live by the beach so oh, well, I, was going to I, say, get, I get time away from everything. That's what I was say. Does that, does that allow you time away? Because you're so heavily involved as a player and heavily involved in your vocation or your job. Yeah. Do you, so, so you do manage to get to the stuff. Yeah, time, like this time of year, it's a little bit more chill because the yeah. junior pathways obviously aren't training, um, yep. which is really nice. So I've got like background work to do, but um, it's, it's nice to then get to this time of year. And then especially since we are progressing and we are making finals like it's nice to be able to fully focus on mm-hmm. my playing because obviously like first and foremost like I am a player and I want to do well for myself and then the coaching and helping helping the juniors is a is a bonus which I do love so <laughs> absolutely well done so the uh it was finally the game on, on Saturday final on Saturday is that I assume that'll be summer after that that's the last game you'll be involved in and then get a bit of time off and then build up towards hopefully some involvement with national stuff after that yeah that so plan? plan is as soon as we finish on saturday um i've got some courses to do next week so i'm not <laughs> i'm not quite off and then the week after that i'm hoping to take two weeks and then we're yeah. into preseason. so yeah. <laughs> it's uh, quickly yeah it's it's all goal really um yeah in terms of national stuff like hopefully I repeat the performance that I had in the semi-final and hopefully that's enough, but we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Good on you. Keep on the door. Well, we wish you well. We wish you and all the teammates well. Uh, Maz is down exit as well. Panache as well. A couple of Scottish yep. teammates. Um, so we wish you all well. Good luck in the finals and thanks for your time joining us. Thank you.
thank you. Enjoyed it. Well, thanks once again to Ailey Sinclair and good luck to Ailey and the rest of the squad and everybody competing this weekend in the Allianz Premier 15's final. You'll be able to see that live on BBC iPlayer. And we'll be back um, with more content soon in the official Scottish Rugby Podcast. Thank you.